1: With back-to-school, we often think of young kids, maybe high school kids heading back to school, but there's a huge group of those going to post-secondary, many of them for the first time, many of them of legal drinking age. It seems that when they go to post-secondary, it's a license to drink more. Rochelle McGrath is with Healthy Campus Lead. She's within the Wellness Services Center at Mount Royal University. Mount Royal University is joining forces with other post-secondary institutions right across the country to take take a closer look at excessive drinking on campuses. Rochelle, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, thanks for having me. Obviously an exciting time at Mount Royal University and post-secondary institutions right around the country. But you've been in the wellness sector and university setting for a while now. What have you seen over the years when it comes to kids coming to post-secondary, a lot of them for the first time?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So I think post-secondary in a lot of ways can be really exciting uh, for new students who are coming here. So for some of them, it's their first time living away from home. Maybe it's their first time uh, living away from their parents. They're establishing new friends. They're trying new things. And so, what we see when this translates into alcohol is that for students, they kind of have this perception that alcohol use is really rampant on campus. So, they think kind of everyone's drinking, it's the thing to be doing. Um, And so, we can see that that kind of impacts their behavior. And in particular, we know about a third of the students in Alberta report binge drinking within the last two weeks. So we know that it's happening. That's not to say that all of our students are out there binge drinking. Um, But there are some for who that's what they're experiencing. And then they're experiencing um, negative impacts as a result of that.
1: How do you define binge drinking?
0: So binge drinking would be five or more drinks in one sitting. And there are some um, definitions of it that look at five or more drinks for men and four or more drinks for women in one sitting.
1: Tell me about Mount Royal University and how it is teaming up with other post-secondary institutions across the country. What are you looking at specifically when it comes to drinking on campuses?
0: Yeah, so through uh, the PEPA, the Post-Secondary Partnership on Reducing Alcohol Harms, we have the opportunity to partner with other institutions as well as with the Canadian Centre on Substance Use and Addiction. And what we're looking at is to really understand what's happening with alcohol use on campus So what are we seeing with the students who drink in excess and then what policy options or recommendations can we be implementing to help address that. So what's nice about this partnership is that it establishes a forum where we can be collaborating with other institutions who are experiencing the same types of thing around alcohol so that we can be sharing best practices. And that could look like anything from policy to trying to manage the availability and marketing of alcohol on campus to health education and promotion on the topic.
1: Where are the policies right now when it comes to, let's say, Mount Royal University, the one that you'd be most familiar with? How does the university at this point deal with drinking on campus?
0: It's a good question, and it's a big question. Um, So in terms of policy, there are a couple different areas where alcohol uh, relates to policies on campus so the first is that we have a, a policy saying that we can't have advertisements including alcohol being allowed on campus and then a lot of the policies or regulations are specific to residents as well so for students who are living in residence for example they can't have open liquor in hallways or in common areas um, they're not allowed to have drinking games. They can't have really large volumes of alcohol, so like Texas Mickeys or mini kegs. And then the third area where we see—it's um, not quite policy—but our students' association has the pub on campus, Mm -hmm. and they're part of the Best Bar None voluntary accreditation around ensuring um, that patrons who are using alcohol are in a safe environment and that they're not pricing alcohol so low that it's encouraging excessive consumption.
1: And you can understand when you say it's a big question and and when you talk about policy, because most kids who are going to post-secondary, especially in Alberta, would be of legal drinking age. So it's almost like, all right, we're in an institution. We do have pubs. We recognize that kids are old enough to be buying and consuming alcohol. How much of this should be emphasized with more awareness and education just around the conversation about binge drinking as opposed to rules and regulations?
0: That's an excellent question and it's a conversation that we have on campus as well. So, I'm of the opinion that uh, the students who come here are adults and they can be making their own decisions. What I would like is to make sure that they're making informed decisions, letting them know what are the consequences when you do binge drink, what does that do to your body, what can be the ramifications within an academic context. Um, So I think there's a big part around education so that people can be making decisions for themselves, but then also structuring the environment in such a way that we're making it so if students do want to drink, they can, but they're doing so within a safe context. Um, That doesn't encourage excessive consumption. So I'd say it's a balance between those two areas.
1: Yeah. And then even part of that conversation has to be the violence can, that can result from excessive drinking, the sexual assaults that can result from excessive drinking. So there, there is a, a bigger issue here, isn't there? And is are these some of the things that you hope to be uncovering or looking at when you are working with the other institutions in Canada?
0: So we have numbers on the students who drank alcohol and then reported um, experiencing circumstances following that. So we know that of students um, who reported drinking, about a third at some point say that they forgot where they were or what they did. Um, Some of them say that they got in trouble with the police or they got in a physical altercation, so they physically injured themselves or another person. Um, So obviously, those are things that we want to be avoiding. Um, And I think sharing, you know, what's happening on different campuses across Canada and how can we be best impacting this
1: you know what if nothing else you're talking about it and you're raising awareness and I think for many years universities and post-secondaries kind of turned a blind eye realizing that well this is kids coming back to school or starting school for the first time and they weren't addressing the issues around that so good on the Mount Royal University for doing that Rochelle thanks so much for having the conversation with us today you're welcome thank you so much Michelle McGrath Healthy Campus Team Lead within Wellness Services at Mount Royal University. Of course, there's been some real sad stories coming out of Harvey, whether it was in the hurricane form or the tropical storm. I think the one that was the hardest to read was um, the authorities finding a shivering toddler that was clinging to the body of her drowned mother in a rain-swollen canal southeast Texas after the mom tried to carry her child to safety. Uh, An officer uh, with the fire rescue department in Beaumont, Texas, we've been hearing about that, said the woman's vehicle got stuck Yesterday afternoon, in a flooded parking lot of an office park, uh, office building rather, and then there was the squalls from Harvey pounding Beaumont with up to five centimeters of rain an hour. Sixty. 60- kilometer gusts of wind and so witnesses said they saw the woman take her 18 month old daughter, tried to walk to safety when a swift current of a flooded drainage canal next to the parking lot swept both of them away. The child was holding onto the, her floating mother when police and fire rescue team arrived in a boat and they performed CPR but they were unable to resuscitate her and the little girl was lifted from her mother's body. The identities of the mom and child are being withheld until the father who was out of town during all of this can be notified. It is 557 on Calgary Today.
0: Calgary Today with Angela Cocott weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.